0: Welcome back to the City Boy Rock Podcast. You're listening to season two, episode eight. This week, we got a lot to talk about. First things first, Patrick Mahomes getting murked out there in Tennessee. And then we got to talk about Dan Snyder allegations and what's going on with the Washington football team. Is Jeff Bezos the potential owner? And finally, we're going to wrap up the show by talking about the NBA opening week. Which teams have been surprising us and which teams have been disappointing us? Thanks for tuning in. What is going on, Shrey? How are you doing, man? Uh, you know, division, the division lead for the Cowboys just got bigger. So, I don't know how you feel about
1: that. I mean, I've given up uh, seasons over. Like I said, the Cowboys a few weeks ago pretty much sealed the division. Now they have a huge lead. Every other team is two and five. So, yeah, it's not looking good for the rest of the NFC East. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, can't, I could care less at this point. I really, oh, really? checked out on uh, my team. Um, He's all about his fan. He's all in in fantasy now. Yeah, I'm all in all fantasy. Two straight weeks with 130 points. Um, my team's looking – my team's stock is up. What can I say?
0: Hey, my team's stock is up, but I took two straight L's. <laughs> I dropped <laughs> 120 okay. back-to-back weeks and and took – and lost to the, like, second-highest scoring team. And then Stray was the highest scoring team that week, so uh, it's a little rough. Uh, and we got to jump into the games. Week 7 – Weak games. I'm not going to lie. Probably the weakest slate of games that we had uh, throughout the entire season. Um, first, we're going to start talking about the, the Kansas City Chiefs and Tennessee Titans. A lot of people were thinking this is going to be the game of the week. And, uh, yeah, it was a blowout from start to finish. Uh, Titans were in control of the game the entire time. Derrick Henry wasn't even going crazy like that, and they still managed to put up 27 points. Tannehill played one of the best games uh, of his his season thus far. Uh, 270 yards, touchdown, and a pick. But A.J. Brown came to play. He stepped up to the plate. Uh, a lot of people thought he was overrated, one-year wonder, blah, blah, blah. He stepped up to the plate. And, you know, granted, it was the Kansas City uh, defense, one of the worst defenses in the league. But uh, A.J. Brown starting to step up, and the Titans are a huge factor in the AFC, I would say. Um, as for the Chiefs, man, I don't know where to begin with this team.
1: Uh,
0: a lot of people, I would say 80% of the NFL fan bases said, Kansas City is going to make the Super Bowl. And I was one of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to say, I've given up on them. I, there's, I, there's no way they're going to make – I don't even know at this point if they're going to make the playoffs, bro. The AFC is like just – there's so many good teams, so many surprising teams. We'll get into the Bengals and stuff later and the Raiders and all that. But the Chiefs just look like they're out of sorts, man. The, the magic that Mahomes had, the aura that he had is just gone now. The mystique, yeah, the mystique of Patrick Mahomes is just no more. He's kind of, he's like, how do I explain that? I don't I mean, it's only year four for Patrick Mahomes. He's still young, but I just feel like he's doing too much. And uh, yeah, no, let's not take it that far. All right. He does have nine interceptions. He's leading the NFL in picks. And I saw a video where. A lot of the picks, some of them were dropped from, like, his receivers, but a lot of the picks this year were because Mahomes is literally scrambling around and trying to make a throw that he he shouldn't he shouldn't be making. Um, he shouldn't be trying. He should throw the ball away. Mahomes is – he's getting roughed up in the pocket. They spent a lot of money on that O-line in the offseason, and they still got to Mahomes plenty of times. And we saw that knee to the face. Um, I hope Mahomes gets better. I hope he plays for the rest of the season. But it's not looking too hot for the Chiefs. Uh, they gave up on the running game very early in the game. They were down, I think, 14-0 in the, in the first quarter. And then they didn't score a point until it was 27-0. So there's nothing much you can really do there. Um, like I said, if Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill goes down, this team's not making playoffs. And it's, it's looking like – I mean, Travis and Tyreek didn't have the greatest games, but they had an actual impact in the game. Uh, if you take one of them out, I just don't see this team having enough firepower because the offense is supposed to be able to keep up with all the other offenses in the league. But from what I saw last week, I don't even know if they can – I don't even know they're going to be second place in this division the way things are going straight. You have a lot to say about Mahomes, man. Take it away. Yeah,
1: I think – yeah, Mr. Mahomes and his magic. Mahome boy, um, the magic – has it's just it's not there anymore um they don't the chiefs don't have that mystique anymore um i like i've been saying there is a formula there are some teams that can execute it and there's some teams that can't but the teams that can execute it and um get good plays create turnovers with their players are gonna put a stop to this chiefs madness because um it's just not there anymore for them um Tyreek is not having a good season. Lots of drops, and the impact is just not there with um, him getting pretty much blanketed. Um, teams are just playing cover two, forcing them to just dink and dunk. And um, I think Mahomes is unable to handle that. He's playing a lot like what he's what he played at Texas Tech, um, just running around trying to force balls. And this, it's just not working for him anymore. And he's got to find a way to adjust and take what he can get, take what the defense can get. Because, um, yeah, them being down and them, their offensive line not playing up to par, Orlando Brown has struggled a lot. Um, I saw uh, he's just not able to move as well at the left tackle <laughs> position um, in pass protection. He's more of a run blocker. So maybe the Ravens um, were kind of smart in – getting a first round pick for him and trading him away uh, when he wanted to, he wanted to play left tackle and the Ravens had Ronnie Stanley and they didn't, they just didn't want him to be at left tackle. So um, they traded him away. It hasn't worked out. Um, the rest of the offense line, really not playing up to the standard as what we thought they would play. And um, the defense is just horrendous. Uh, I don't <laughs> think there's any overcoming this defense they're ranked last or second to last in every single category. Not not one category. They're ranked above 31. So um, this is one of the worst defenses, probably in a long time, and it shows no signs of getting better. So I think the Chiefs are dead. I mean, I don't see I, I don't see them making the playoffs um, unless there is some significant turnaround on the defensive end, because I mean, I like. I don't think anyone's going to step up. Like, I don't see where, what trade they can make, what they can do to improve, because we know what McCole Hardman is. He is not a number three receiver. He can't be that solid number three option in that offense. Just not good enough of a route runner, doesn't have the greatest hands, and he's had fumbling issues. I mean, Pringle, nobody's scared of Byron Pringle, and the running game is just not there. Um, The offense is just really not that scary. It's very predictable. Um, they really can't get those safeties to drop down. The safeties are just sitting back and um, they it, it's, it's become very, very predictable. And Kelsey teams are just roughing him up. Um, and he, they're not getting the calls that they got last year. I think a lot of coaches, defensive coaches have put emphasis on the refs to tell them just like K- Kelsey does the same thing. He pushes around, he, he get puts his hand on D back. So just let him play. And um he isn't getting as open as he used to in the past few years, so I it, it just I, I'm I mean I didn't pick them as a Super Bowl team. <laughs> I thought the Bills. Um, hey, but you thought they would, make, at least
0: you thought they'd be a contender though.
1: But I thought they were yeah I thought they would be a, the number two or number one seed, and uh, they're just it, they just look like a shell of themselves honestly, you know. and I don't see any improving um, unless Keep yeah go ahead.
0: People were referring to the Chiefs as the Golden State Warriors of football. And uh, let me just say this, man. The Warriors went to the finals five straight seasons. This Chiefs team, uh, the dynasty that people were claiming it to be, I don't know if they're going to ever recover from this because you got Patrick Mahomes coming off. I mean, he's going to be getting paid, what, $50 million next year? Mm-hmm. A huge chunk of your salary cap is going to be eaten up by Mahomes' salary. I don't know if you're going to be able to pay anybody else on the defensive end. Uh, you already paid Chris Jones the money.
1: Matthew's getting up there now.
0: Matthew's getting old. You had If I were the Chiefs, you have to nail every single draft pick from here on out for you guys to have a chance. Like I said, bro, Mahomes should have restructured that deal. $50 million is way too much. People were saying team-friendly deal. Maybe in the long term. Maybe in like six, seven years from now. But with the way things are going for the next three or four seasons, I don't know if the Chiefs can recover from this, bro. It's a lot of money you're paying mm-hmm. to one player. And I granted, yes, I know Patrick Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But uh I mean quarterbacks can't win the games by themselves. I'll say that. It's just it's hard, especially in the NFL. Yeah.
1: And this offseason was dedicated to rebuilding that offensive line and they really didn't address the defense at all. Um it's mostly the same players, a few new linebackers, but Um, yeah, it's basically a very similar team as last year besides the O-line and what they invested in really hasn't been showing up. So it's looking rough in Kansas City right now. Hopefully they can figure it out. But yeah, as far as a dynasty or anything, I never (laughs) really believed in it. And um, it's kind of coming true. I don't see it as a dynasty and I don't think they're going to get back to a Super Bowl for a long time.
0: Damn. All right, moving on. We got to head over to Baltimore, where the surprise of the week uh, definitely occurred. Man, the Joe Burrow led Bengals, Jamar Chase Bengals, whatever team, whoever you want to, they destroyed the the Ravens. And uh, I mean, we all picked the we all picked the Ravens to win in a somewhat tight game, but forty-one to seventeen. Did anybody expect this? Uh, I didn't expect Joe Burrow to have a a season high or career high passing yard game, four hundred sixteen yards. Three TDs and a pick, uh, Jamar Chase. Though this dude, just give him Rookie of the Year right now. I don't think there's any debate. Two hundred and one yards and a touchdown. And I know you guys saw that touchdown where he broke away from like four defenders and still scored. Uh, this this Bengals team is is pretty scary, man. Uh, I, I you know coming to the season, we all said Bengals last place in the AFC North. That is that is just something. It's, they're probably one of the most, most surprising teams I've ever seen. Um, C.J. Uzoma, great tight end. We saw what happened. Marlon Humphreys could not bring him down to the ground. He had two touchdowns as well. Um, their defense, that Bengals defense is way better than I thought. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, Lamar Jackson had some, some great runs. I mean, he hit 88 yards on the ground. But other than that, I mean, they shut the Ravens down through the air. Um, a lot of the yards at the end of the game were stat padding. And then on fourth down, that Bengals defense forced – it was just, I mean, I've never seen anything like that. I've never seen Lamar neutralized the way he was neutralized in that game. Um, they played great. And the future is looking bright in Cincinnati. For the Ravens, I just think head into the bye week, um, they lost a lot of players in the preseason. And people don't remember that. They lost like three running backs. I think it was J.K. Dobbins. Uh, and then they lost
1: Gus Edwards.
0: Gus Edwards, his backup. And on the defensive end, they lost Marcus Peters. So, this Ravens team, I think, were they were overperforming just a little bit. Um, they lo- They had a, like a lot of close games um, to get them to five and one. I mean, that Colts game they should have lost as well. So I think the Ravens are like a like a four and three team disguised as five and two right now. Um, I, I think the Bengals might they might take this division. Uh, I, really, I, don't know. I really don't know if I can trust the Browns right now. And then uh, we just got to see what the Ravens do going forward. But this is a much-needed bye week for the Ravens. I think they come off a slate of so many close games. I mean, they almost lost to the Lions at one point. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, I agree on that point. Um, I think this is a perfect time for the bye. Um, hopefully get some guys who are kind of nicked up healthy. And I think they're getting Derek Wolf back. So that will definitely help their defense. Because their defense has not looked good the past – they look good against the Chargers, but – They got torched by Carson Wentz, man. Yeah, they got torched by Carson Wentz for over 400 yards. I think Carr had around 400 or maybe 400-plus on them. And obviously this past week, Joe Burrow. So the secondary definitely misses Marcus Peters. Um, Jimmy Smith is not the player he used to be. (laughs) And obviously, um, I mean, Marlon Humphrey just got destroyed this game. I don't know what happened.
0: I do not know what happened. It was
1: Uzoma or Uzama got the touchdown on him. And then obviously Chase was just giving him the work. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Chase is amazing. I mean, he's definitely offensive rookie of the year. He's a special talent. Like, I mean, like, I think that Joe Burrow was completely right in campaigning for him. Because I think we all said they should have taken an O-lineman and they should have taken Sewell because he was there. But. I mean, this is a home run pick. He's a special talent. And, I mean, that LSU connection is probably going to end up being one of the best connections um, across this whole entire league for a while. Um, And I got to give props to the Bengals. I was really sleeping on them. Um, I don't know. I just didn't really believe in them. I mean, it's the Bengals. Um, They had some really close games. They struggled against the Jaguars in the first half. Um, But, I mean, They've pulled off some impressive wins. They're on a roll. Um, their offense is looking really, really good. And they kept Joe Burrow pretty clean against a pretty good uh, Ravens pass rush. So um, they have a really bright future ahead of them. The offense is clicking. The defense has really stepped up. I don't think anyone expected this defense to play so well. But their additions of uh, Wouzier who's played well, from the Cowboys.
0: Hey, he was solid in does. He was solid in those. Yeah,
1: and then Trey Hendrickson, he obviously had a great season last year in New Orleans, and he's um, parlaying that into another good season. Sam Hubbard, I mean, they got they got some dudes now on that defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they can keep playing this balanced style of football, um, I think they can really compete um, in this division. Um, I'm going to still give the edge to the Ravens because I think they'll figure it out. I think this is a good time for a buy for them. But I think it's a pretty much a two headed monster with all the injuries. Um, you
0: giving up on the Browns, too? Huh? Giving up on the Browns, too?
1: I'm not giving up on the Browns. I just don't think they'll win the division. I think they can yeah. the playoffs, I, I think they'll sneak in. Yeah, but they just have too many injuries. I don't trust the quarterback position enough for that, enough compared to Burrow and Lamar to uh, have them at the top mm-hmm. of the division
0: race. All right, let's head over to Lambeau Field where we had the Green Bay Packers defeating the Washington football team 24 to 10. Uh, moving to six and one setting up a huge matchup with the Cardinals on Thursday. Um, Packers, you know, Aaron Rodgers, man, I've never seen this man so happy in my life. I I have a theory. I think he does edibles before the games. Um, I think there's something in the system because I've never seen Aaron Rodgers smile this much before Uh, the Packers on offense. They look so fluid, but I mean, they look like this every single year. It's like, you know, they're going to throw to Devontae. And you still can't stop it. Like, you could put three, four dudes on him, and he's still somehow going to get open. Um, Robert Tunyon finally stepped up to the plate. I had him in fantasy from weeks one through five and didn't do anything for me. So I'm so glad that Tunyon decided to cook now when I dropped him. Um, Adam Lazard, our Alan Lazard, stepped up to the plate. People keep saying Rogers has no weapons. I'm telling you, there's some weapons on that team, bro. Rogers just likes to throw it to Devontae. Um, yeah,
1: and, he'll show um, you he can throw it to people <laughs> other than Devontae this week.
0: I have a theory this week. This is, the, this is the Aaron Jones game this week. They've been resting Aaron Jones for the past couple weeks so he can cook against the Cardinals. If you have Aaron Jones in fantasy, start him immediately. He's going to go for 102 touchdowns, um, two receiving touchdowns. So you know how the Packers are, the one-yard line. And then as for the Washington football team, yeah, this team's done for, bro. I, you know, people were saying, this division, this defense is going to anchor it down. It division, the defense played well, but, of course, the offense this year is just not it. Taylor Heineke, uh, if you look at his numbers, they aren't terrible. He didn't play terribly bad. I mean, the Packers defense isn't amazing by any standards. But, he didn't um, play
1: good either. He didn't
0: play good. There was a red zone pick. I think it was in the third or fourth quarter. That was bad. I can't lie. That was and every single time he throws the ball, bro, I swear this thing is going to the sky. Like he's throwing to Yao Ming or he's throwing to Dwight Howard or something in the post. Cause every single time he throws the ball, Terry is leaping out of the air to grab it. Uh I, I do, Taylor gotta throw the ball a little lower. And
1: uh he's yeah, too small. He is that's, too small.
0: That's Trey, Trey you go ahead on the go
1: ahead on uh your
0: breakdown of this game. I got something to say uh after.
1: Yeah, I mean hey, this it's the same old story. Whenever I have hope, they just rip it out of my heart and stomp on it and then stab it. So I've gotten pretty used to it. So it doesn't hit as hard as it used to, but I mean, this team is awful. Um, this team is absolutely awful. Um, the defense, I, I like the way they played. They, they did whatever they could. They, they hit Rogers a few times. They got a few sacks in the first half. Um, I didn't think they played terribly bad in the second half. It was just a lot of just mistakes on the offensive end and them capitalizing off of it. I mean, Taylor Heineke, you got to run that in. Like, there's no excuse for not running that in. Um, I was suspect when initially they called it a touchdown. I was like, why would he just dive so early? Like, he could have easily just walked in. And, um, yeah, I got overturned. Um, and then, obviously, on the QB sneak, you can't – I just don't trust little QBs doing QB sneaks unless they're Lamar. Um, it's just – there's so – the margin for error is so huge compared to what it is with, like, a six four Tom Brady. And, uh, obviously, we couldn't get it in – we couldn't punch it in again later on in, inside the five. So it's how, just, your,
0: how do you feel about your new kicker, man?
1: I never was on the cut Hopkins train, but – why the hell are you signing a new kicker, but you don't trust him from trust him the week you sign him to hit a fifty-yarder, and you go for it when you don't have the personnel to be going for it like that? You don't have that personnel, um, especially with no Logan Thomas in the lineup and AG. I mean, he's not fully healthy. You can clearly see it. Um, lots of just sloppy pay on the offensive end, and, and um, yeah, I mean, the Packers they took care of business. Uh Rodgers had some really nice throws, very efficient game. Um, just, you know, just a, just a walk in the park for my guy. Um, he looked like he was having a lot of fun, just some interactions with uh, Matt Ioannidis and uh, Montez Sweat. And then, obviously, Randall Cobb um, trying to, uh, try, try to avoid the false start. I, I don't know what he was trying to do because he clearly false started. He, he, he thought he could get away with one, but he didn't. And, obviously, we saw the smile from Rodgers. You know, he's having fun. Um, unlike uh, what a lot of other people were saying at the beginning of this year that he was checked out, he li- clearly looks like he's locked in. I mean, I wonder, I wonder football. why, I wonder why
0: he's having so much fun if he's so angry at the team. Like there has to be something involved.
1: He likes just, his just, teammates. He loves theory, his man. teammates. His, he loves he one.
0: Him. He loves one of his teammates. Nah, he loves all. He, them. he, lo- he might Frank like McCart, all the rest. Man. He might. He might like the rest, but he loves Devonte, bro.
1: Randall Cobb, he said he's his best friend in the NFL, man. No, no, no. It, him, and, him, and
0: De, him and Devontae Adams are blowing kisses to each other pre-snap, bro. I'm telling you, he's giving him some weird signals when he snaps the ball. He's, like, blowing kisses and everything. And what do you know? He throws the ball to Devontae. Him and Devontae he, team, bro. It, I, he, he really does love his team. I'll give him – I'll say that. Their
1: their pass rush is nice this year. Sean Gary has really stepped up, yeah. I – I really like the way he's been playing. I like him. We will find out.
0: We will find out how good the Packers really are against Arizona. I think they're going to win this game. I think they're. I honestly think this is this is the game that the Packers are going to win. Underdog Rodgers. Yes, underdog Rodgers. I'm feeling it too. I Um, I was
1: telling Kenny about it earlier today.
0: And then for I got to say something about the Washington football team. I have a source, very very close to Dan Snyder, that he's being forced to sell the team. Um, The whole email scandal that involved. John Gruden, and I think it was Bruce Allen. Um, There's a lot of emails in there that aren't very family-friendly. There is some racist emails in there. Some things that he said about a certain player on the Washington football team. who A former, you know, I'll just say the name. It was about Trent Williams. Uh, Whenever these emails come out, y'all can come back here and just thank me because I knew this. I knew all this stuff already. Um, Dan Snyder is being forced to sell the Washington football team and the suitor who's going to buy it, will be Jeff Bezos. Uh, I think it's somewhere around $5.8 billion. So it, it's, it's heating up in Washington. Um, this might be the end of the Dan Snyder era as we know it. It's bad. And as a lifelong Washington fan, Shrey, I think when I told you this, I, I, you were not surprised one bit at all.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, He's a stooge. Dan Snyder is a stooge. He's a sellout. And I hope these emails get released so everyone can see how horrible of a person he is um, and how much disregard he has for all the fans out there who have struggled that to say the least struggled uh, since um, he's bought this team Um, 1999, there's just so much turmoil, so much disappointment and so much ineptitude on his part. And I, well, i I will be waiting for the day he gets exposed, because um, he's he's the one of the biggest stooges to ever um, walk this earth in the sports world.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's not looking too good for the Washington football team. Another lost season, man. Another lost season. Mm-hmm. But hey, there's always silver linings. I think Jeff Bezos, he might be the right guy. He might be the right guy for this team. Mm-hmm. So you never A Washington know. Washington Prime, man. A Washington, A Washington Prime. Prime. Uh, Amazon Stadium, all right? It's gonna. I feel like he's gonna demolish FedEx and he's gonna build something even crazier. So yeah, from that we, we're gonna move. We need on a new now. influx
1: of ownership
0: <laughs> for sure. Oh man, from that we're gonna move on now. Um, gotta head over and talk about the Jared, <laughs> the Jared Golf Revenge game. Uh, no, no, actually, I'm gonna go to Miami real quick. We're gonna talk about the Dolphins, um, and Tua's situation. Remember how last week there were trade rumors. Mm-hmm circulating around with Deshaun Watson coming to Miami and Tua being sent to Washington, all that. Um, I think they should pull the trigger now. I honestly do. Because last year, I feel like Tua played... You know, I'm going to quote Colin Coward. Tua isn't the problem, but he isn't the answer for this team. Uh, I think this Dolphins team has the talent. They have the pieces around, surrounding. But... Is Tua really the guy to take you to the promised land? Obviously this year, we haven't seen it. Uh, they're one in six. Their only win is week one against, uh, I believe. And they, I mean, they're losing very close games. It's 30 to 28. And Tua threw two terrible picks in this game. Um, he also had four touchdowns. So, like, I feel like if you replace Tua with Deshaun Watson, you're winning those two games that you played the past two weeks. Just my, just my opinion on that. Mm-hmm. Um, because the talent on this Dolphins team is – they're everywhere. Miles Gaskin is solid. Mike Kosicki is a stud. Jalen Waddle mm-hmm. looks like he has some talent. Um, and then on the, def- on the defensive end, you got Byron Jones. You got Zayvon Howard. Uh, you got Ogba. You got dudes everywhere. And this team just can't win games. And I feel like Brian Flores – I mean, I think he's a good coach. I don't know if Tua is the, the right answer for this team. Um, I think he would work out in other other scenarios, but – Maybe Miami is just not the right spot for him. Trey, um, you can go ahead now.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, the, the, yeah, I agree with the, with what you said. I think Colin said this as well. He's not the problem, but he's definitely not the answer. Um, there, I th- I don't think their defense is playing well enough, and just I think the overall talent on their defense is. Ha- was kind of overrated. And, That's true. Um, it's kind of really showing now because they don't have an impact pass rusher. They don't really have outside of Xavier Howard anyone, any dynamic player who can really change the game. Um, and um, I think if you have, if you're running into that problem, you gotta get a guy like Watson. Um, he is, in my opinion, when when playing, he's probably a top six, top five quarterback in the league. Mm -hmm. and um, we've seen what he's done, carrying teams. Last season was – or it was not a good season for the Texans, but previous two seasons we saw his impact on the field. Um, Obviously a great leader, um, but, I mean, we don't know about all these allegations and stuff, but he will be able to play if he's traded this year. Um, They're not going to put him on the exempt list or anything because there's no criminal activity involved as far as we know. So, I think, yes, Miami has to pull the trigger and um, they have to get their guy. Um, Tua is, he's played well the past few weeks. Um, he does have a bit of a turnover problem, but um, he's definitely played well enough to be given another opportunity as a starter in this league, um, but just not for the Dolphins. I think with the weapons the Dolphins have, pairing uh, Watson with Um, Will Fuller again Um, I think this offense could be really dynamic the line is probably a place they would like to improve but I mean Watson's dealt with the worst line in the league for a few years so I think um he will be able to circumvent it with all the weapons they have I mean a pretty good coach I guess in Brian Flores um although he's not having a good year so far Mm -hmm. um but yeah I think um yeah, Watson has to be traded soon. I think it's going to happen this week, and um, if it's not the Dolphins, I think it will be the Panthers.
0: Mm. Oof. Yeah, uh, the, I mean, the Dolphins, they traded up. Remember, they traded up last year, I think, to scoop up um, Jalen Wander, so the mm-hmm. have their pick currently, which Miami is so you are stepping down to 10 uh, because they're with the 49ers and they're currently so the dolphins don't have a top five pick even if they they uh, they do bad this year so we'll see how San Francisco does and then I don't even know what I don't know what the Dolphins should do. Um, but I, I think if you're gonna go all in this now is the time and Deshaun is the right to bro trust me I think the Deshaun in Miami would be lit it would be, be great for him. So um, but yeah moving on gotta talk about Jared Goff revenge game. My man Dan Campbell tried it, but he really did. Uh, I respect the effort. I respect everything he tried, but uh, unfortunately, Jared Goff, quarterback, got to win games. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm beyond it, bro. The difference in this game, because I'm, I'm not going to lie, Dan Campbell out coached Sean McVay this game, um, but the difference was the quarterbacks. Matthew Stafford had 334 yards and two touchdowns, while Jared Goff over here, was throwing the box and Cleve Raymond and uh, DeAndre Swift would uh, take him to the house.
1: He threw a 65 yarder.
0: Bro, that was That's off us.
1: Of I know. Jerry Goff ends up
0: with a touchdown and two picks. You know, I, I, don't need, I don't really know what to say, bro. Like, I said the Lions were gonna be trash. I said Jerry Goff is overrated. He's a system quarterback, and it's coming true. It's so funny. I think, I, I think the puncher played better than Jerry Goff in this game. Um, he didn't play it terrible, but he played a Jerry Goff game. You know, four yard dump offs, five yard dump offs. But Dan and Campbell, fourteen
1: without, um, McVay. yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying, bro. He's zero and fourteen without McVeigh. Uh, I I think him coming into this game, it was a revenge game for, for Jerry Goff more than it was for Matthew Stafford, because I think Stafford loves Detroit, um, but Jerry Goff, you know, he feels like he was done dirty or whatever. Bro, tell me what 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 do you what have you done to Bennett McVeigh? I don't know. You're zero and fourteen without McVay. You know you're you're lucky that you even have this contract, all right? Um, Jerry off. you're not good, uh, and you might be a backup next year. But, but yeah, to take it away, man.
1: Yeah, I mean this was a fun watch. I all the all the trick plays, all the trickery that Dan Campbell was pulling out uh, of his hat. Um, but it just wasn't enough. You really can't overcome uh, that talent level and that coaching that um, the Rams have. Um, obviously. The gap in between the quarterbacks makes a huge difference, a difference as well. And, uh, yeah, um, Goff can't be putting the ball in harm's way like that. Um, very conservative still, although they don't have many weapons that are very trustable at this point outside of Hawkinson. I'll give him, I'll
0: give you that. I'll give you that.
1: Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, this, this meant more to Goff than it meant for Stafford because Stafford, I mean, he went in and – um, he showed his love to the Lions organization and he said, like, I just need to move on. And they granted his wish and traded him. So I think it was, this was all love for Stafford, obviously. Um, but, yeah, Goff is coming out looking really bad still because the fact that he hasn't won a game without Sean McVay um, as a number one pick in the draft is a huge concern. And, um, yeah, like what you're saying about him possibly being a backup as close as next year um, it could come true um, if he doesn't pick it, pick it up Dude, um, because it's, it's not looked pretty. Um, like you said, the the touch the huge touchdown pass was on a screen. Other than that, he had 180 yards. So, um, yeah, um, he, he must improve. Yeah, he must improve. Otherwise, uh, I'm sure um, Detroit is going to be looking at moving up. <laughs> Moving on from him, because we've already seen what Dan was oh, uh, said about him. So it, he, he could be in trouble soon.
0: All right, last thing we're to talk about the NFL slate. Uh, the Bears and the Buccaneers. Tom Brady gets his 600th pass um, in his career for the regular season. at least. Uh, The whole team balled out this game. I've seen the Buccaneers play all season. Um, the run game was good. They finally involved Ronald Jones. Um, Mike Evans had three touchdowns, the defense locked up. This team looks good. They look like the best team in the NFC. Uh, I, I think it's going to be coming down to them, the Rams, the Cardinals and the Cowboys those four right now. Uh, and then, you know, it, this game was so one-sided that the most drama that came out of this game, the only headline that came out of this game was the negotiation for the 600 touchdown pass. Uh, and it, it felt like this game just felt like, I don't know. It just felt like such a, it's like an exhibition type of game. It felt like it yeah. didn't even matter. Um, and then, you know, Kenny's saying that all the Bears players hate Matt Nagy or whatever. Um, team's still three and four. They're still in the hunt in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. As bad as his, as bad as his loss was, they do have a bright spot in Khalil Herbert. Uh, that dude can run and he's a rookie. And he ran for a hundred yards on that vaunted bucks run defense. So yeah.
1: um,
0: good for him. Justin Fields, uh, some questionable decision making. Five turnovers, man. Some questionable decision making. And they Uh, had the run
1: game going, so um, yeah. And you know, get some support on that end.
0: If you want to blame Matt Nagy for the the five turnovers, go ahead. But uh, some of them were all on Justin Fields, so we can't just Kenny. I know you're listening. I don't know if you are listening, but uh, you know we're not gonna give your your man's passes, bro. It's uh, yeah. That's all I gotta say.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, this I, – I, I think a lot of people knew it would be a blow, and it was just another walk in the park for the Bucs. Um, they're looking good again. They've just blown away the last few opponents. Um, it really hasn't been closed. It feels like they're not really trying. Uh, we, we especially saw that against the Eagles, and their offense just absolutely went off and, as usual, and then the defense really stepped up. The pass rush got there. Um, forced a lot of sacks. I think Justin Fields is the most sacked QB um, in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and he hasn't even started all the games. So um, it, the Bears' offensive line is really, really bad. And I think that is more of an issue than Matt Nagy because we've seen Matt Nagy take
0: Mitch Trubisky.
1: Mitch yeah, Mitch Trubisky. Oh, my God. The twice. And he so, almost um, won
0: the game, too, if it wasn't for Cody Parkey, bro.
1: Exactly. So um, I think – the offensive line is definitely the biggest issue pass blocking wise, um, on that team. And they're going nowhere, um, until they, they fix that because Justin Fields has a lot of talent, obviously. Um, he went against his probably his toughest opponent so far. And, um, yeah, um, that's just going to happen. Some rookie, really bad rookie mistakes. Um, so pretty bad decision-making, but I think he'll definitely bounce back. Um, He was under a lot of duress. So, um, yeah, the future is still bright. Um, They just got to surround him with the right pieces, especially that offensive line, because he was used to having a lot of time in Ohio State. And Mm -hmm. any quarterback, when they have time, they're going to play a lot better. So, um, yeah, that is the number one priority for the Bears this offseason. I still think think they have a chance. Yeah. I still think they have a chance to get to the playoffs in a kind of weak NFC outside of those top teams. But, yeah, the Bucks, uh, they're looking good. Um, I think they're on a fast track to the NFC Championship, um, whether it is against the Packers or the Rams. I think when healthy – Whoa, they have
0: whoa, that, whoa. you found another team, man.
1: Whoa, what team did I forget? Oh, the Cowboys? We'll see about that.
0: <laughs> oh, man. All we'll right. see about that. But yeah, oh, that's, um, that's gonna yeah, that's gonna do it for. Uh, oh, you to say something?
1: Nah, not really. I mean, the Bucks—they're just—they just. They're just the, Tom Brady makes it look too easy. Oh yeah, I have to say one last thing. Would you, um, if you ha- got the six hundred touchdown ball, would you just give it back, or would you actually want something in return?
0: I would say this: if this, if I was not a Bucks fan or a Tom Brady fan, I'm keeping that all day. But I think in the moment you get the, you, the zone, you get the ball from Mike Evans in Tampa Bay I mean the guy didn't even realize it was a 6 yard uh, pass the guys come over at him and negotiate I mean, for me it would take a lot it would still take a lot even if I was a Bucs fan um, I don't, it would take more than just a couple of season passes pass. I would say season passes for the rest of my life all the Bucks games um, and and another replay ball and a couple signed jerseys because that ball is, is worth. I mean, that's the that's the one and only ball. 600 touchdown passes. Never be, maybe never replicated again in my So, I mean, it would take a lot for me to give it up. What about you?
1: Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't really take much, honestly. I've dealt with so much disappointment in my sports fan. Oh, probably, my God. it probably wouldn't take too much. Like, the fact that I have the dude through the 600 touchdown pass is enough for me. So i probably, like, asked if I could, like, get a picture with Tom Brady or something like
0: that. Would, if he personally walked over me and got the ball himself, I would just give it up. That's, yeah, that's true. But I heard Tom yeah. Brady gave the gave coin $60,000. So uh, he got oh, a single wow. coin. So, <laughs> yeah, hold on, hold on to the oh, – Brady, I think Brady, wow. Brady's into crypto, so uh, – yeah, yeah, And he, he likes
1: uh, Chief Keith.
0: Exactly, yeah, he put lots of after the uh after the after the game victory songs <laughs> well yeah that's going to that's gonna be that's going to do it for our NFL talk we got to move on to the NBA um remember cardinals packers on thursday is probably one of the better better games um yeah and now yeah, we got to talk we got to talk about uh, the Los Angeles There's of course we'll talk about the lakers they got off to a rough start 0 2 0 3 um, if it wasn't for Jaws' free throw, I'm not going to because, you know, overtime, all that, who cares? Um, the Warriors beat them game one. Steph Curry had an off game and triple doubled up. And then heading into the Phoenix, a lot of people talked about uh, AD and Dwight got in a little scuffle. Uh, we don't know what it was about. It apparently, to squashed the beef, and it was going to blow out. Lickers looked a little old. They looked – I mean, they can't make a three to save their lives. Trey, I, as a Lakers fan, when you saw that little scoff, were you concerned or were you like, it's just it's, – it's basketball that happens?
1: Yeah, I was just like, it's basketball that it happens. These two have won a championship together. Um, I think they'll be fine. Uh, it was probably just some little minuscule thing that's just going to blow over when hopefully they – start figuring it out. But yeah, I think the issues that exist with the Lakers, one big issue that has remained from last year is the three-point shooting. It's just not consistent enough. We don't have that dedicated shooter that we can really, really trust, um, besides probably Melo. Last year, we didn't even have that. So um, yeah, I mean, the three-point shooting, spacing, huge issue, especially with this starting lineup. AD I mean he's he's a good shooter but he's not great um especially from three He shoots around 32 33%. LeBron is pretty streaky and then obviously Russ can't shoot. So that <laughs> we're going to like we're going to have to see if Wayne Ellington can step up because he's the only like dedicated shooter we really have. Um and um obviously the starting lineup with DeAndre Jordan it's just like you got DeAndre Debra. need to go.
0: DeAndre need to yeah. go bro. He's, he's yeah. washed. It's over. Yeah,
1: you got like three guys who can't really who the defense is not scared of at the three point line. Let's just say that DeAndre um, needs
0: to either be um, off the team or just not on the court at the same time AD is, but it's just the the paint is so clogged, man. Yeah,
1: exactly. At least with Dwight, you get a lot of energy. You get that athleticism. Like he he's still like he's not washed, and he um, he he hustles. Um, he he talks his he talks his stuff like. He, he brings a lot of energy, but with DeAndre, it's just not there. Um, he doesn't really do much on the court besides catch lobs, and um, it mess, really, really messes up the spacing, especially with that starting lineup. Mm. Um, there are a lot of things to figure out. West Brick um, has returned. He'll <laughs> um, be back in all January. West Brick will yeah, be back in all January. These, all these defenders are like, oh, yeah, he's going to come back. Oh, he always starts off like this, and then he turns up. Like, okay, he turns up for what? to get his stats, and then he then he just folds in the playoffs like always because teams game plan for him and just don't guard him in the playoffs. Um, and the shooting, I mean, he's shooting 9%, I think, 9 or 19%.
0: Ain't no way.
1: Bro. Something outrageous. Um, the turnovers are going crazy. Um, I'm not as confident as – I really wasn't that confident in my finals pick already, and um, I'm not trying to overreact, but the Russell Westbrook – and his shooting is not going to solve itself. That's not something that can be solved. And it's not like you can take Russ out in crunch time. So uh, they're really going to have to figure out how to make this work. Otherwise, I think uh, the Suns are probably – yeah, the Suns are probably going to take this conference. And it hurts to say this, but if Kawhi can come back in time, I mean, the Clippers are a huge dark horse.
0: (laughs) Yes, I mean – I will say this about the about the Lakers and the NBA in general. The season is so long. Like, don't let three games define you. I think this Lakers team is gonna be fine. I mean, I've seen people overreacting to the point where, like, oh, will the Lakers even make the playoffs. Yes, they're gonna make the playoffs. Um, it's, that's not even a question. When you have people like LeBron and AD on the team, there's no way you're missing the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just, will this team be contenders? I don't know. I don't know. This is the answer I, ha- I have right now. I don't know. Uh, I think they're gonna fix itself. You know, you know how LeBron teams are, especially with a lot of new heads. It takes a while for them to get ready or to mesh. I mean, we saw it in Miami, we saw it in Cleveland the second time. It's gonna, it's gonna take a while. But I think this Lakers team is probably gonna get the fourth, fifth seed, and then we'll see what happens in the playoffs. Uh, they, they play the Spurs tonight. I think they'll win this game. But I, I mean, don't expect this Lakers team to come out and be like 40 and 10 at one point. I think this team is going to be hovering around 500 and then they're going to go on a low run. that was going to take them to the playoffs. Um, yeah, we got to talk about some other teams. First thing, the most surprising team of the season. Actually, I wasn't really surprised by this. The Chicago Bulls. This is what happens when you get Lonzo's situation, bro. I've never seen this man so happy in his career. Um, four straight dubs to open out the season. He had a revenge game against the Pelicans, too. The Bulls are looking good. Zach Levine. Um, he averaged 30 in the first two games, and then DeMar took over for the last two games. It's it, This this team has talent. I mean, you look everywhere. There's talent on the bench. There's talent in the starting lineup. Uh, Patrick Williams is solid. Lonzo is playing the way he should be playing, bro. The way that um, we
1: envisioned him.
0: Van Gundy didn't hit Van Gundy. Al Russo is having a huge impact off the bench. That's can't that. And then um, you got Vuccio over there, the big man that um, a true big man to play with. And, listen, everybody on this team can jump, bro. Lonzo, Vee, DeRozan, Derrick Jones Jr. Caruso, is on this team. Caruso.
1: Devontae Green. Dude, this team, they got, they're bouncy,
0: bro. Uh, 4-0, and a lot of people are saying they played bums. I mean, it's not their fault that they had this guys to start out with. They get the Knicks on Thursday, and then they get the Jazz. So, we how they really are um, in these next two games. But I think the most personally – I'll go to the fourth seed and the most surprising team in the East, at least the fourth seed. Mm
1: -hmm. Wow. That's hot. That's a hot, hot take. But yeah, I think they look really good. Obviously the Lonzo addition was really helpful for them because he is so unselfish. Um, He's playing that true point guard role that he always wanted to play. And his unselfishness kind of rubs off, I think on three guys who used to be first options on their own, like previously, like the leading mm-hmm. on the Bulls, the throughout his entire career, pretty much after um, Rudy Gay left uh, Toronto, and obviously with Vooch in uh, Orlando. So getting those three guys to mesh and play off each other, I think Lonzo plays a huge part in that. And obviously defensively, oh my God. No, they, got dude, some, this, they got some they got some studs on is, the defensive end. They
0: are clamping down, bro. Never seen a team play this this good defense. You saw the get the block against the Pistons, oh,
1: yeah. my goodness. And you guys, you got they got Caruso, they got Lonzo, I mean, Patrick Williams. Those are, like, those are really stud defenders. Um, I think Lonzo has picked up his defense from last year, especially off-ball. Like, he creates so many steals. He just creates havoc on the floor on the defensive end. So, it's nice to see the Bulls uh, meshing and playing well. Um, I think they'll be around seven to six seed. But they can definitely give these top teams a run for their money. They have a lot of talent. Um still Col- Kobe White is still um, injured and is going to come back some way sometime um, this season, uh, which will add a lot of depth. I like the way Javante Green's been playing off the bench. Um, they just have a lot of talent. They're a really fun team to watch. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, they're just beating who's on their schedule. Um, yeah. I think we're go- they're going to surprise a lot of people this year.
0: You know, Lonzo has meshed better in four games with the Bulls than he did in the past two seasons with the Pelicans. Pelicans are trash, bro. Zion, get out immediately. There is, dude. They're gonna. I'm telling you right now, Trudis is gonna steal Zion's minutes. Oh, <laughs> Trudis no. is balling out right now. I, I honestly think, um, I think the Pelicans are gonna miss another year in the playoffs. I mean, Brandon Ingram got what he wanted. He wanted to be the first option until Zion comes yeah, back. Go is. ahead, go ahead. You got the first option, bro. And Eric Butch was off the team, so he can't even take bad shots anymore. So you get, the, you can be the first option and go like 20 and 52 or whatever you guys go 20 and 62.
1: Um, yeah. yeah, Derry Griffin is really gonna regret that. I mean, I, I love what I've been seeing from Lonzo, bro. I mean, yeah, he plays with so much confidence now. Like, some of the shots he takes, I was just like, damn, like he was just scared he's... to shoot these his rookie year, and now he's just pulling up on the break, um, taking these middies, these floaters. Like, he has so much confidence that you love to see it,
0: man. Yeah, uh, that was a surprise to in the, in the east, and then the surprising for me in the west. It's got to be the Warriors, bro, coming out 3-0. and I know, I mean, they beat the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Kings. No slouches at all. Steph Curry is, uh, I mean, he's Steph Curry. There's nothing much for me to say. He's Steph Curry. Uh, it's just, it's not even, I mean, the Warriors showed against the Lakers that they didn't need Steph to drop 50 and win a game against a good team. Granted, you know, the Lakers are meshing and they're figuring out the chemistry, but I still think this Warriors team, Especially when Clay comes back, they can do some damage out in the West. Uh, the ball movement is insane, Trey. You had a really good point about Steve Kerr. Um, Steve Kerr's coaching ability, and he might get he might get Coach of the Year. He might get Coach of the Year because this Warriors team is is they're looking like one of the, they're they're looking. I'm not gonna say they're looking like the old Warriors teams of the, of the dynasty days, but they're looking. The resemblance is somewhat there it's that's what we've been missing for the past two seasons I think it's kind of back because they got they, the ball movements on this team is uh it's pretty crazy and I think they're gonna do some they're gonna make some make some noise in the West
1: yeah they've definitely looked very impressive um who stepped up against the Lakers he really really cooked us in the fourth six man um,
0: or not six man most improved player of the year
1: yeah yeah and then Obviously, Draymond, he's huge for them, just doing all the little things and running that offense so that Steph can just run around and get whatever open shot he wants. I mean, Steph, the dude is just insane. Um, That Clippers game was just another one of just his classics, Um, just doing whatever he wants on the court. Um, Obviously, I think he he is going to be in the MVP conversation. I think the Warriors are going to surprise a lot of people. Um, in terms of just how uh, dominant they can be once Clay comes back, um, I'm really excited to see them once he comes back because, I mean, the Splash Brothers, I don't think, Cl- like, the offense is just going to be as fun to watch because I don't think Clay's going to fall off like that. Like, dude, the- I-
0: <laughs> shooting. <laughs> we haven't seen Clay since our freshman year of college, bro. We're seniors yeah. now. So it's we miss that, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, we definitely do. Um, I like. Uh, the way that I like that Iggy addition Um, like some of the like their ball movement is just amazing Um, they create so many extra passes so many opportunities for other teammates Um, it's just beautiful to see Um, it's nice to see that some of that death lineup coming back just brings back memories of those great old Warriors days in that dynasty so they're going to be a fun team to watch this season as well I'm excited for them
0: Yeah, there any other teams you want to talk about for it up,
1: um, I mean, Lamelo, I guess.
0: Yeah, Lamelo Ball, Miles
1: I mean, Bridges, all that. That
0: Hornets team, they I, they're so fun to watch, bro. It's just they're so fun to watch, even when they even when they lost to the um to the Celtics yesterday, there was so much drama, bro. I feel like this Hornets team is gonna be in so many close games this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's just what they are. I feel like this team is built for the spotlight. It's weird <laughs> they're in Charlotte, but. The talent of this team is is through the roof. Miles Bridges, I feel like, has gotten better because of the Mellow ball. I feel like mm-hmm. they work better um, together. Uh, Kelly Oubre is really stepping up to the plate this year. Mm-hmm. And Gordon Hayward, you got Gordon, him there. Gordon they Hayward. They haven't
1: even had Terry Rozier yet, so that they're just going to be so fun. Like I I've, like there, I have three teams that are like. They're going to be fun every game. Uh, the Warriors, the Hornets, and then the Bulls. Like, so,
0: it's so crazy. Lando and LaMelo, top two in the East right now. LeVar Ball is low-key genius,
1: man. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> this dude is actually a genius. LaMelo's been balling out. Um, that game against uh, the Pacers, game oh, yeah. one, I mean, he just he really carried them and brought them back. Bridges is playing well. They're still waiting on Rozier. Um, they got so much offensive talent on that team. They're going to be... Interesting in that east. And I have one question. Um, is Harden really affected by those rules? Like, do you think he's gonna be like a notch below what he was with the new fouling rules? A notch below. I don't know. Like he hasn't uh, looked good at all this so far uh, this season. It's true
0: because he he's not. I mean, you I remember dudes before would literally put their hands behind their backs to guard Harden, and now it's I mean, he does get a lot of his points from free throws, so I don't know yet. I, I think he's gonna. I think his points are definitely gonna drop from whatever we expected them to be, like in the upper twenties. Uh, he might be in the mid twenties this year, but yeah, Harden is not looking too great. But uh, who knows? I think he
1: needs to. He I don't needs know. to be averaging around thirty for them to get to wherever they want.
0: Yeah, well, it's, I don't know if that's gonna Hopefully happen this year. it's
1: Just a shooting slump because it's not looked pretty so far for him. It's been all KD and Patty Mills off the bench.
0: Yeah, I I just think Harden needs to understand that if you're not going to get those calls, don't take those shots, because those shots are nearly impossible to make, bro. They're literally contested threes on a step back with dudes like, I don't know, man. He's just, it's it's a rough season. Yeah, it's the NBA, man. You got to adjust. You got to adjust. You got to score in different ways, which I think Harden, I mean, he's one of the best scorers of our generation. So I think he'll figure it out. Um I don't know twenty twenty third points. I think in like twenty mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah. But I, I start to the season. A very exciting start to the season. Um I wanna say one thing. I watched the Clippers yesterday destroy the Blazers. Yeah, the Blazers are, are god awful, bro. I don't I, I think the the I mean their defense is just terrible. they they <laughs> Dane is so cold right now, bro He's playing probably he's off to of twenty four from three. Yeah, it's it's not looking good for the season. Um,
1: I, I just don't see where they like they're not gonna get better. He needs to go if he he's not gonna win there. This,
0: this team is the,
1: this team is the
0: definition of um, the Pittsburgh Steelers of the past few seasons. Like they'll get in the playoffs and they'll get bounced in the first or second round. They just they don't scare anybody. Uh, I, I just – yeah, Dame needs to leave. He needs to leave if he wants his de- if he wants his legacy to be remembered um, for something. I would leave.
1: Yeah, they're like the Celtics of the East.
0: That's true. That's true. They're
1: not gonna make it to the finals, but they're always gonna be good.
0: Yeah. Well, that's gonna. That's all I gotta say for the show. Um, so you got anything else to say?
1: I mean, I mean, this was a, a bombshell report of a show. Um, we really, I mean, the, uh, we don't know what's gonna happen with this Washington situation. So, um, yeah. It's you starting it to come out now.
0: I saw I just saw an article saying that the that Snyder will be out by week eight. So next week.
1: Wow. I mean yeah,
0: I, I mean it's starting to come
1: out. They're all, all the reports are starting to come out now. Congress so Congress trying saying. to yeah, Congress trying to investigate. Uh I think you guys are gonna see a lot of things unfold in the next few weeks to if months. the emails
0: ever leak. Just know. You
1: heard it first? You heard it
0: here first.
1: You heard it here first.
0: Oh, that's going to wrap up our show for this week. Uh, Thank you all for tuning in and we will see you all next week. Peace. Thank you all. Peace.